Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tonight, on a very special episode of Gigantic Pop, we're going to talk about rumors and gossip and why you should never just randomly and recklessly speculate because of the damage it can do. Except for this one time that we're making an exception. Welcome to Gigantic <laughs> Pop. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. And tonight, we are going to wildly and recklessly speculate about this rumor that Warner Brothers Discovery could be doing a deal to bring Monday Night Raw over to Warner Brothers Networks. And what will that mean for AEW? What will that mean for PLEs on Peacock? What will that mean for the future of professional wrestling? All that and more tonight on Gigantic Pop. Matt Morgan, good to see you on a Thursday. It's howdy, exciting. howdy. Thanks to, uh, to all of our all of our folks tuning in, subscribing, liking, and sharing this, by the way. Thank you. Absolutely. Raj, what did I interrupt in the world of Raj Geary on a Thursday night? Uh, not just just football. It was a pretty, pretty mellow night. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> you just sit there, polish your silver, count your money, <laughs> dive in your Scrooge McDuck vault. You know, and it's funny. <laughs> watch the game. It's funny mm-hmm. when you texted because I was actually listening to Eric Bischoff's podcast ah. today where he was discussing this very subject. So, so what do we know, Raj? You're you're connected in the business world. You're not actually friends with wrestlers like Matt is, but you know some people in the in the circles in your VIP skyboxes at Taylor Swift concerts where they talk about the business with you. What are you hearing? What do we know about this potential deal? Uh, so I don't keep in touch as much as uh, I used to back in the day. But I, I mean, last week I heard, you know, there was that uh, Dave Meltzer had put out something that um, – that Nick Khan had met with WBD back in October and they were turned down and that was it. And what I had heard is it's not it. And th- that was kind of it. You know, I had heard it from one source. So I don't, I can't remember if I put something vague out about it, but I didn't really put anything out. And then this week it, it came out that on Monday morning and you know what, I'll just read the whole thing from PW Please. insider. Uh, they had the scoop. Um, so uh, PW insider reported uh World Wrestling Entertainment continues work on locking in a new media rights partner for Monday Night Raw. PW Insider can confirm that this past Monday morning, TKO's Mark Shapiro, as well as WWE's Nick Khan and Paul Levesque were in New York City at the Warner Brothers Discovery headquarters meeting with WBD executive Bruce Campbell about potentially moving Raw to the WBD family. Campbell holds the position of chief revenue and strategy officer. And we are told that the contingent met with Campbell for several hours Monday morning with at least part of the team taking place in a conference room, usually reserved for David Zaslav. Levesque was at Raw later that night and in Cleveland. And obviously, if a deal were to be made between these two entities, there would be massive, massive ripple effects for professional wrestling, specifically because WBD's TNT and TBS have been the home for AEW programming since the fall of 2019. The belief is that AEW's current agreement with WBD runs through the end of the 2024 television season. And Tony Khan noted that he met with WBD uh, two days ago during Thursday's ROH final battle media call and that would have been the day after the wwe meeting Hmm. so um 
Yeah, obviously a, a huge story. I mean, you know, more than WWE talking to any other um, any other network or, or conglomerate just because of, as PW Insider noted, the ripple effects that this would have if an agreement were to be reached. Obviously. Um, Obviously. Right? Yeah, no, you're right. Um, so are they. Real quick, can I just say, I, I hope this doesn't happen. I really do, because for the sake of pro wrestling being as hot as it is, and here we go, the tribalists again. Oh, you hate AEW. No, now you hate WWE, man. Um, AEW has helped wrestling get better, in my opinion, right? I think a lot of people's opinions. And it would be a shame to have them no longer on that network because WWE is there. I get business is business, right? I say it all the time. So WWE's not going to care that you're knocking them out of there for sure. Uh, I have no doubt. But overall scheme, I hope they don't get it. I hope they go somewhere else for some whatever I'm a reason um, because I want AEW to still be on that network. Yeah. No, it would be uh, – Raj, WWE needs to get a significant rights fee increase. Wall Street beat them up when USA – got a rights increase for SmackDown, but not the huge increase WWE had been promising. And as a result, WWE stock dipped and it still hasn't recovered. It was up a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Now right, it's been TKO down in the eighties. Yeah. TKO okay. stock since this happened. So part of me, Matt, to your point, if WWE just wants to be assholes and mm -hmm. kick AEW in the nuts, they yeah. go to, to Warner brothers, but Warner brothers and David Zasloff, who by the way, has a reputation for being quite the penny-pinching asshole himself, uh, shelving the finished Batgirl movie to take a tax write-off, shelving or attempting to shelve the finished um, uh, Wile E. Coyote movie that John Cena is in to take a tax write-off, but because of the outrage over that, they actually now are selling it. Um, David Zasloff uh, has taken a lot of stuff off HBO Max to save money. Like, mm -hmm. he's not going to give WWE a premium price when he knows that strategically yes this this takes some chess pieces off the board for aew but wwe stock is going to be punished for this again not financial advice just speculation based on what happened with smackdown but right. like wwe it would be neat for them if this happens strategically but this is yeah. not good for them just making as much money as possible and you're not giving advice, by the way. You're using precedent, which we yeah. all try to do and use to try to guess what happens, right? That's all we're really doing. And speculating. Yeah. And I say that as someone who bought a little WWE stock because I was like, I talk about this shit enough. I might as well own a piece. Um, and I, it's depressing to see how it just tanked after that happened. I wish I got yeah. stuck in it when it was first started. Oh, oh back then? Jesus. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Or get it, get it now, because you know, who well, knows? not like uh, in 2016 when it was at fifteen dollars a share. But right, um, right, yeah. Um, yeah, but business wise, business wise, it doesn't make sense for any other reason than them just giving the finger to mm -hmm. AEW. No, I mean it. It makes sense if they get the money for it, right? If so, right now, um, the reason the stock tanked after the SmackDown deal was announced, because they announced uh, $287 million per year, which was a 40% increase from what they were doing before. And Nick Khan had been saying they were expecting a 50%. And if you follow the stock market, if you miss expectations even by a little bit, yes. uh, that hurts. And plus, it was moving from Fox to USA. Far less exposure kind of gives the impression that the company, um, yeah. you know, it's a downgrade as far as yes. stations. I thought, I thought it was. 
Yeah. yeah. So, so that that's why the stock tank. Now, as far as going with WBD, if WBD gives it that 50% increase that they were looking for originally, uh, the old rights fee was 235 million per year for raw. So if you get a 50% increase, let's see, what is that? That is 350 million, mm. 350, right? Yeah. So what's AEW getting? AEW right now, I think is getting, I think it's like 40, 45 to 50. And time they're out, looking time out. Are you, time out. Are you including yeah. Ric Flair paying them to be on the oh, show? Oh, that's true. Is that <laughs> part of it? <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. Sorry. And you brought bottles of water for everyone, plus all the woo energy drink they could handle. Um, right. But here's my point, Raj. If you look at AEW's ratings compared to WWE's ratings, if AEW and, and real quick, yeah. one thing I want to make a little note on when when I said 45 million per year, that's just for Dynamite. I don't I don't know how much sure, sure. with Rampage and Collision included. But follow me on this point. If that does 800,000 viewers and WWE does twice that, why would they pay six times, seven times as much for a show that only does twice as much in the ratings? Mm, um, good question. It's kind of like. Uh, well, it does. Raw basically in viewership most weeks does. It basically does close to what Dynamite, Collision, and Rampage added up all do, right? So those, okay. uh, you know those. Uh, so maybe five hours. two X or three X multiple, and it's the A brand. You know, it's like mm -hmm. why have the NFL for twenty times more than the XFL? Um, when we can have the XFL, it's a lot cheaper. You got to look at, you know, advertising and advertisers know WWE. They don't know AEW. They, uh, they know them. So advertisers know WWE so well that Fox said, we can't sell advertising on this shit for the money can, we want to get. They can sell it. They just can't. Yeah. They can't not sell for the money. They can justify the an gets. increase. You know? Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not getting. And I've been saying that for years. Like you yeah. look at what Young Rock was getting with a fraction of the ratings mm -hmm. and viewership that, that SmackDown mm -hmm. was getting. It's just that's just pro wrestling. And with AEW, it's the number two pro wrestling company. So it makes it that much mm -hmm. harder. Um, and so, yeah, for WBD to have the A wrestling product, because I don't think they'll lose the NBA. I think they'll come up with something where they show a lot fewer games but they're probably still paying the same. But if they did lose the NBA and their top property is the number two wrestling company, I mean, that's a big, you know, or, or and the NHL, I guess. But that that's just a big drop down, you know, as far as prestige for that network. And, and uh, Big Time Baxter, I'm sorry, the, the number I quoted was SmackDown. Big Time Baxter noting it's $265 million for Raw right now. Uh, and when I said SmackDown, the old, the old deal, 265 million for raw right now, uh, a 40% increase would adjust to 387 million. So yeah. So Who the hell's big time Baxter. Wow. That's awesome. That you're one of our viewers and you're smart as you are. Thank you. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that correction. But, uh, yeah, if it's below 40%, big, another, uh, big sign Baxter, comment uh anything below a 40 percent increase will send the stock on life support and that definitely uh would hurt the stock greatly so all for wwe i don't even think with vince not being in charge anymore that they would put a non-compete in their or mm. an exclusivity in their agreements i mean you mm. saw um with cw they reportedly had been talking with the nwa about doing something on the streaming service um they're not signing anything with any of the wrestling program being allowed. That's obvious. There's no way. Yes, yeah, CW even doesn't even have that many time slots. Right. Well, well, as far as uh, WBD goes, why would they want to pay for two wrestling companies? And because it's not like, you They're know, not. Uh, it's not even worth right. talking about. They're not. But let me ask yeah. you your opinion on this, Raj. 
Well, it's a big F you to AEW. If this happens, let's pretend it does. Then AEW goes the path that Impact did, where they, they're not able to get on a real network and they die a slow, a slow, a slow death. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying Impact or TNA is dead, but they're not what they once were because um, they're not on a main network. That's yeah. not good for the business. That's terrible. For the boys or the girls. I, that's why I don't like it. And I hope they don't do it. And I hope they get on a network that's still good enough. You know, people can still get in to go see Raw and SmackDown, obviously, because that's important. That helps drive the business just more than anything, obviously, because it's the main game in town. But uh, still, I don't want to see them do it at the expense of AEW getting potentially bumped off. Right. And and, and to that point, if AEW got bumped off, there's not a lot of options. You know, you got Disney with FX um, and FX had been rumored. And I still think my prediction and granted, you know, I've been wrong with a couple things this year. It's just a prediction, not from anything. Yeah, I just guessing. Yeah. yeah, it's just a guess. I think Bra ends up on FX. Um, but uh, if Raw were to move to WBD and AEW was forced to move off, there's not a lot of options. There's uh, FX and then maybe Paramount. But the problem with Paramount is they just got rid of Showtime Sports. You know, yeah. the, they they own that, so they basically got rid of their sports division. I'm not sure if they're willing to kind of even the wrestling's kind of in the middle of sports. Usually, you know, with WBD, it's part of Turner Sports. So I, I just don't know if they they'd be willing to bring a pro wrestling program yeah. on. Can, can I ask an obvious question? Why doesn't why can't WWE just stay where they're at? Because USA uh, money spent the money on SmackDown. Yeah. So yeah can't, there's no way. I mean, as we saw last time, last time the rights were up, USA got rid of SmackDown because they can afford both Raw yeah. and SmackDown. And that's when and, they were a lot cheaper. And funny enough, now that the stories have been coming out that suits USA's former show is like oh, the most that. dream show on Netflix. Like it's I, having a resurgence. I, that's yeah. my go to sleep show. Yeah. Well, so now USA is saying maybe we should get back in the primetime one hour drama, bring back some burn notice, some law and order criminal okay. intent. Great show. Uh, monk, you know, Great and show. go back to, to doing that. But, you know, here's the thing. Do I want to live in a world where I watch Monday Night Raw after an episode I've seen eight times of Law & Order Special Victims Unit? Or do I want to live in a world where I watch Raw after The Accountant, which I've seen a dozen times on TNT? You know, it's it's kind of a tough call. And here's what I'm the most bummed about in this. Why did it did it have to merge with UPN and become the CW? Because I want the headline to be WWE goes to the WWB. Why is the world denying me this? <laughs> that's a shame. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're all here for, right? I mean, come on, bring back and Michigan we, J Frog, make it happen. And to be and to show you how like times have changed, I remember when UPN was coming out as a newer yeah. network. I thought that was the coolest network. I had the coolest shows. I thought more hip, more new. Homeboys um, in outer space. And so when SmackDown, <laughs> Shasta McNasty, Shasta McNasty, when SmackDown <laughs> went on UPN, like that was ca- that was capturing that younger that younger yeah. demographic. So what happened at UPN? Just uh, UPN and away. WB weren't able to successfully pivot so they merged and became the cw um and then they they kind of got rid of smackdown 
Um, yeah. Even though SmackDown was their number one show. Again, it comes down to those ad dollars. And the ad dollars have gotten a lot better over the years because WWE changed to PG, became a lot more sponsor friendly. So it's definitely a lot better now. Um, but still, I mean, this has been the, the problem with wrestling. And, you know, when people compare when they're like, oh, look at AEW's ratings to compare to hockey. It's like, but hockey brings in money. You know, yeah. big money. Uh, it, you know, NBA brings in big ad dollars. They might be loss leaders for the network, but they're still prestigious. They bring in ad dollars. They, you know, and, and it's a way more valuable property than pro wrestling. Pro, even with WWE, it's a distant, you know, probably sixth or seventh as far as the other sports properties. Go. Oh, yeah. But look at all the opportunities that used to give us where we would have WWE talent guest starring on Star Trek Voyager or an episode where the mullets go to an episode of SmackDown. I mean, the corporate mm -hmm. synergy just used to be off the charts with these things. Yeah. But it would be uh, it would be weird because, yeah, if they so one of the rumors I saw is that, oh, maybe AEW gets moved to Discovery Network, which, oh, my God, Discovery Network has really changed since its original intention. And then WWE goes to TBS or TNT. But again, that's WBD paying for two yeah. pro wrestling organizations. And, and HBO just, Max. Yeah. Because the, the rumor's been for a long time that AEW is going to do something with HBO Max. And when has and that hasn't happened. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, there was there was rumors that ROH was going to go on Max. And it's I know. Like, oh, dude, it's not. What were we asking right. about? If AW did go on HBO Max, is that considered better than them being where they are right now? No. Right? Oh, no, no. It would be the PLEs would be on HBO Max. So it would be the idea the that, yeah, gotcha. or the pay-per-views. So then they would right. do the, the old episodes on our club. They would move that. But then it begs the question that when the Peacock deals up with WWE, if they're doing Raw... Mm. on wbd would they want to move the ple's for wwe to hbo max it, it's actually yeah it's really dumb but mm. fx is an interesting idea then that brings in hulu for streaming although hulu is it's only a matter of time between hulu just gets merged with disney plus um the way things are going so i think wwe is disappointed that netflix and amazon didn't step up and make them an insane money offer how, how we, would we that work yet. yeah we don't know how yet. would that work let's say they did Amazon. What would that yeah. look like? Um, they would debut the episode Monday night at six o'clock and it would have ad breaks. You know, Amazon, I mean, Amazon could just promote their own shit on the show. You know, well, so yeah. Do, do you like, do you guys watch Thursday night football on prime? I wish I did. I don't have it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it would work exactly like that it, where oh, they have the ad okay. breaks, they have the commercials. A lot of the commercials are for Amazon's own shows and, and products. But, gotcha. Um, but yes, yeah, so they're paying big money for Thursday night football. So them adding rod, I mean, that's not a done deal. I mean, that's not a dead deal it, yeah. you know, before, um, before this news this week, I, I don't think anyone said WBD is the, the front runner right now. I mean, it's yeah. front, basically WBD, Amazon and FX are the favorites. And, um, I think so it's, it's all we'll, up in the air. What will happen with anything with the Peacock network? Does that change? They're, uh, yeah, they're they're under a contract till twenty twenty six. So uh, until then, nothing would change. So we still got, got you know two years and change. Here's my theory on this again, because David Zasloff has a rumor for just being a major jerk. I think Jeez. he's doing this. I mean, like yeah. no, like any yeah. heat, any heat with this Zasloff like that? <laughs> Could you read about it all the time? Like I subscribe to HBO Max, and they just keep removing content. And why are they re they removed Westworld? Because they're like, what? well, yeah, they're like, we can make more money if we just write this off as a tax loss. 
Like now, he's doing a lot of oh, shady. That, that shit. wouldn't be for Westworld. No, like, that would be that. their licensing to Netflix, right? Well, they, they're they, they're licensing a lot of their, uh, their yes, shows now. They, and that's they've done that as well. So that's the two prong thing, Matt. So one, HBO Max, they actually said maybe we can make more money just selling this HBO stuff to other streaming services. Mm. We're just removing it all together. Like it's really it's really messed mm. up. But what I'm saying is that if you if he's Machiavellian. Um, I won't make the chess reference against again, Matt. Uh, but if he's being Machiavellian about this, um, I think he's doing this because Tony Khan is now going to go into his renegotiation with AEW and feel like he's he's got to cut he's got to cut a deal. Like for AEW to survive in its current form, TK has got to cut a deal to keep this on WBD networks. That seems very conspiracy theory that they're that concerned about getting a new AEW deal that they're they're talking with WWE. They've been talking with WWE for a yeah, while. Yeah, no, but it's a good and, negotiating and a, tactic. A few weeks. Well, to, Raj, remember they when don't you need hired... to do it. it AEW is, is small change for for the amount of money they'd be paying for it. So yeah. I, I just don't see that that David Zaslav is waste, with all the other stuff he has. Oh, Raj, is, Raj, don't act like when you hired Jack Farmer, that wasn't just to keep Glenn on his toes. <laughs> And be like, if you step up, I got handsome Jack here waiting in the wings. That is true. Well, yeah. But, yeah. You know, is, you know, but I'm, I'm petty like that. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I don't believe that, that rumor at all. And, and I, I got to disagree with you on this. I think it's a smart thing when they're losing so much money with Max that they're licensing out content where they can make so money. Why in the fuck Max. am I subscribing to HBO Max? <laughs> Because they because they have other shows. I mean, how many streaming services outside of Netflix are you watching more than three things on there? I just need to cancel all of them. I need to go back to pirating everything. Like it's so dumb. <laughs> just paying for this shit. It's so dumb. Like we watch we watch Reacher over a weekend, and then it's like, okay, now I won't watch anything on Prime for another year. Um, yeah, I just know. I just uh, like I'd been subscribed to Paramount to watch Billions. Yeah, and when now I'm done with it, I'm like looking at other stuff to watch. I'm like, there's nothing else on here that I want to see. I know so I, I need to cancel so it. much. Like I'm still paying for AMC Plus because yeah. I was like, oh, Better Call Saul's good, Interview with the Vampire's good, and I like I haven't even loaded that app in a year. Like Have I got. Did you guys did you guys finish the last season of Heels? No. I yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to subscribe to Stars just to, for that one show and then yeah. cancel it as soon as I'm done. But all these streaming net, you know channels basically have like one show, Peacock. It's just the WWE network for me. Yeah. Um yeah. Poker was, Face uh, was pretty dope. Poker, poker Face, Face was really was good. Dead. But yeah. but that's I'm done with that. Um What the hell yeah. Poker Face? It's it's kind of like Columbo but it stars Natasha Lyonne. Like she can tell if people are lying. She investigates crimes it's fun it's a fun show is it on peacock it's on peacock yeah, yeah. it's good i'm gonna watch it have That's you seen russian well doll on Netflix? yeah i watched i watched season one okay but yeah, she's but... the she was the girl in american pie she was the friend but she's, yeah, she's really funny. good she's, she's good. really good um no i think that with the wb and this happening it's it's just an interesting to think about well one when there's a new season of peacemaker it'll be very easy for john cena to show up and promote that so that could be good um, you know, instead of getting Chucky crossovers, maybe we get some DC Universe stuff. You know, mm -hmm. Raj uh, Warner Brothers owns The Shining, so right there, just think of all the the fun tie-ins they could do for <laughs> synergy. You know, uh, it could be good. Right. Real quick, I want to get a couple of these super chats in. Here. Yeah, please. Oh, yes, yes. Um, Sridip Sengupta uh, with a hundred hundred rupee uh, super mm. chat from India. Thank you, Sridip. Uh, hi from India. You guys you were first. The first podcast review about wrestling when i started love that you're back 
Will AEW go to Fox? I, I would be willing to bet big money that it doesn't. No, maybe FS1. I could see that, but not Fox. Yeah. Maybe. Hope you're doing well in India. That reminds me, I've still got a couple cans of thumbs up cola left that I need to drink. Mm, that's good stuff. That is great stuff. We yeah. special ordered mm. some of that. It's very good. If you got an Indian store near you, go and get some thumbs that. up. Yeah. Stellar Justin Lopez, our good friend, 999, says it all starts with Tony Khan. It's not show friends, it's show business. They had the they had the next six months of TV booked. If you let Punk and the Elite work this on TV, if they lose this deal, I hope it's a wake up call. I'm concerned more it's than a, a death nail. Call. Yeah, I'm worried it's a death nail more than a wake up call. If this happens, I really am. So I don't what want is, it I, to happen. I mean, we see what happened when um, when TNA went from Spike to Spike. Pursuit. It and just it kept, never recovered, you know. It kept and going since, down. It kept going down from there. Then the pop, and then some other network I never heard of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pop and it basically Destination Air America. It's like every time they moved, it was to some network I heard of less before they finally went to Access. Yeah. And now, you know, you know a couple of weeks ago, they did 70,000 viewers. Um, you know, they're in a rough spot. They've, they've never recovered. They, I mean, they're kind of where they are now where I think they've accepted it and they're, they're doing what they yes. can. But that's their and, spot in this space right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're still in business. I mean, people are still making a full time living wrestling for the company. Yeah. I mean, people forget when WWE moved from uh, USA to to TNN, TNN. they ECW dropped big time in the ratings. Yeah, they dropped big time for a while. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. I always thought that was a weird move because uh, it used to be called the Nashville Network. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, and it was starting to be like a halfway decent channel, if I remember correctly. I was in just finishing college, or I, I think. Um, anyways, and then when I saw them on that network, I was like, wait a minute, that used to be where ECW was on. Didn't oh, they yeah. used to make fun of ECW for being on this low budget network and that yeah, was on like this rodeo finals right. and uh, reruns of Alice with, from Mel's Diner and uh, All good stuff. Hulk Hogan's celebrity wrestling was on there. I watched that yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember they had the billboards. I remember they had billboards with The Rock on them, and it literally said the Nashville Network is now the National Network. Yes, right. before called. becoming Spike. Yeah, yeah, and then Spike, man, that Blade, Blade the series was awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, that was really good. And yeah, then nothing else great happened on Spike. Professional yeah, yeah. programming. <laughs> Can you imagine Fran. to try to put those shows on TV today that used to be on Spike? Oh, yeah. Like, um, answers, like, or, like or, how to die, 100 ways to die. Yeah. Yes. Some weird stuff. That's all that stuff. Like Viceland, it's all dark side of everything. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, when there's I, nothing on, I'll put those on. They're usually pretty good, like Dark Side of the '90s and Dark Side of Hip Hop, you know. And if if you have nothing to do, they're they're easy to watch. But have you watched? It is the, all Dark Side on on Vice. Have you? What's 1, the channel? What's yeah. the channel that has those music documentaries with all the terrible reenactments from people that look nothing like the band? And that so you see Guns N' Roses. I don't know, but you'll see like Guns N' Roses, the real story, maybe. And then you see like, it's like that dude is just wearing a slash wig. He looks nothing like, <laughs> like they're all so cheesy. But that's um, like Dark Side of the Ring a lot of times yeah. when they do it. Like the guy they had that doing Hulk Hogan and the Macho Man episode. I was like, oh man, this is like, uh, it's, it's almost cartoonish. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, so the, bad. And the most Richard, oh, yeah. so, I'm sorry. No, good. So, go to, so Richard, oh, Tran. Gonna, Richard Tran uh, with the 999 super chat saying Monday Night Raw needs to go back to two hours. I would love that. Raw to this day, three hours, it's just a chore. Um, 
that third hour. And but the reason why Raw is worth so much more than SmackDown is because of that third hour. That's why it's so much more expensive. And basically, they'd be making what SmackDown's making if they didn't have that third hour. Um, that's always that's always the answer. Anytime I've asked that question over the years to people that I know are still working there, is yeah. why. Like Bruce or any of the guys in the back, why? Why is it three hours? Why is it three hours? Because of that. Stephen Marcuccielli, great to see you, sir. Four ninety nine saying if Disney gets WWE, I'd like Raw on ABC. Wow. Downey and WWE equals money. Uh, I mean, they're doing like three hours of Dancing with the Stars on uh, ABC. I think Raw's really not in the ABC demo. Steve, don't be pissed at me. What? What's Downey? Oh, uh, Robert Downey, right? Robert Downey Jr. Because Disney. Bob Iger, uh, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Um, Downey, I'm assuming. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, WWE sure. and Downey equals money. Well, I mean, WWE beats ABC. Um, WWE on Fox beats ABC in the demo every Friday night. But they have yeah. Dateline and 2020. Those are kind of institutions. So they'd kind of yeah. have to sh shuffle those around. There are like their Tuesday night lineup on ABC is weak. But again, it comes down to the ad dollars. And they're making yeah. way more money with shows that get lower ratings than they would with SmackDown. So Yeah, sorry. That's still just in general from just being growing up in our childhood to today, um, just clicking from channel two, remember back in the two, three, four, five, six, and you hit seven where it's ABC and Raw's yeah. on. Like it's not on channel frigging forty-five or thirty-nine or wherever the hell. You know what it's like? Remember the last season of Different Strokes when they left NBC and went to ABC? Like Oh my god, no, I don't remember I don't I watched yeah. every episode. I don't remember that. The, yeah, it was starting with the episode where Sam gets kidnapped. That was when they moved to ABC. Like that was the first Damn. ABC episode. Why yeah. is it always a little redhead kid that's the freaking kiss of death of our favorite sitcom shows? <laughs> it is. So, he I was after that and tell who the Brady Bunch was, Glenn. Cousin Oliver. Yeah. Damn yeah. I. yeah. I stopped watching with the when cousin the, Oliver. The JD McDonough of the Brady Bunch. Yeah, uh, so, even though he's one of my Arch. favorite actors now, when uh, Growing Pains, when Leo came on, yeah, that was kind of like the real starting to go downhill. I, yeah. I was about to say JD McDonough's your favorite actor, really? No, um, <laughs> dude, our truth has been crushing it. First, oh I didn't want anything to do with Judgment Day because he's gonna lessen them and hurt them and make it too comical, right? And they're supposed to be all badasses, but having him nonstop clown JD McDonough is the funniest <laughs> stuff I've seen in a long time. <laughs> But you know what, though? This is going to end up being a Sami Zayn thing. It's going to start off funny, and next thing you know, R-Truth is going to be the MVP of the Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> He's talented enough, man. He is yeah. so freaking funny. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, sorry. Steve Marcucci meant Disney, not Downey Spellcheck. Uh, oh. Autocorrect. But Peter Bahi, $2, saying, what do we call the TNT and TBS titles of AEW leaves? I mean, Prime is an easy one, right? If they went to Amazon. Yeah. But yeah. that I'm sorry, them having to explain it though would be hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, so two things uh, I want to talk about. One, the weirdest rumor that I've seen in all of this, and I don't know who started this, but credit to you for for making people believe it is. Oh, David Zasloff was a huge fan of CM Punk, and that's why whoever has CM Punk, that's who he wants to be in business I've, with. I've seen that rumor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like, well, that was you know in, in Meltzer's. Uh, thing you know he was saying like punk is part of the reason why kind of talks have opened up again um so uh, on wrestling well, observer radio he, he was he was going basically saying punk uh kind of 
kind of opened that door, helped open that door back up between WBD and WWE. And Good. the rumor, the whole uh, Zaslav Punk thing started because of CM Punk when he said Zaslav calls him one Bill Phil. I think it was Tony Khan later that said, yeah, Zaslav's a big fan of Punk. Yeah, in a world of counterfeit bucks. Right. Um, <laughs> that's what he that's said. That's a good line. Um, it was a good line, but like, you see, they, okay, we got to be, we got to call, you know, we got to call it straight because we get on Dave that he's not always right. And it's this, and that. so we can't because he's saying something that we like and we hope may be true. Do you know what I mean? To be, mm-hmm. that's the problem with our entire country right now and why we are stuck watching our own favorite news networks because they want to be regurgitated of things we want to hear and we hope are true. When it's usually not. <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> gassing us up. Yeah, I mean, there there is definitely smoke to the fire in this, and I, you know, PW Insider, I feel like, has been one of the most credible, uh, yes, yeah, credible outlets yeah. for a long time, and and the fact that they they reported this meeting on Monday, uh, it, I think it, you know, it, it it makes it pretty serious. And the, you know, they were hoping to get this done fairly soon. The NBA rights are coming up early next year. Uh, WBD is, you know, obviously involved to, to renew NBC apparently is also yeah, in talks to, to get some of those rights. So I don't know if they're trying to get it done before the NBA rights or, you know, or if, you know, WBD and NBC want to push that off, but, um, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's just a crazy time right now. Well, what, let me ask you this. Why can't, why can't NBA go 100% back to NBC? That's where it's real home should be. That's where it's, it's been mostly. They're looking to double their rights fees right now, which uh, their they rights should. fees already are insane. So I, I just don't think NBC could afford uh, wh- what they're looking for. So that's why you kind of have the split uh, with ESPN right now and TNT. And I, I think that's kind of what would happen mm-hmm. again. I don't know if they go three ways splitting it with NBC, WBD and and mm-hmm. ESPN, but it's just gotten sports rights have gotten so expensive that it's become more worth it. Like you're seeing with the NFL, you know, you got, you got Fox with the Sunday afternoon game and Amazon and the Monday night football with ABC and NBC with Sunday night football. They got them all. So I I can see them wanting to do that. And I think WWE is smart. You know, they got the CW, they got USA. And if they were to get WBD, that's three different entities, you know, uh, that they're spread across that, you know, I think really, and then Peacock with, with the streaming it's it just it just spreads them out so you don't get stuck in a position like AEW kind of is in right now where they don't have other existing partners that they could easily shift to their eggs are kind of all in one basket right now i got you it makes makes sense what you're saying Mm. yeah um so the other thing though like the nights that wrestling is on could really change i mean they might already really change we don't even know that SmackDown is on Friday on USA. I think it would be a dumb move to keep it on Fridays because uh, that's a bad night for TV. Yeah, and for Fox it works because they have they make a lot of money all their other nights. And Friday nights was you know like a, a big gap. They had that uh, Tim Allen show that was doing pretty well, but other than Total that, time? They, no, yes, what was no, that? What, no, uh, man, Last Man Standing. Yeah, Last Man Standing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. God. Yeah, I'm old. Sorry. It's this but, basically the same shit. <laughs> yeah it's the same character just a different setting yeah but uh so for fox it, you know but yeah, for you know nick khan has said that they're willing to move yeah. 
<laughs> yes, please somebody spam that. Please. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, but no, but Nick Khan has said that they're willing to move Raw off on Monday nights. So it's not WWE doesn't care what he said. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He said that? Yeah. Interesting. I thought I'd never lived this. two things. Never thought I'd live to see a David McMahon no longer as the head honcho. I thought he'd die in that chair. And two, um, that they'd ever leave Monday nights for Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Especially now that the NFL season is a week longer and now they have a playoff game on, on Mondays. You basically now have gone from four months of football competition to five. So that's five months of your ratings being hurt, you know, 10, 15%. Whereas if you move it to another night. I was going to ask you, what's the percentage? 10 to 15? It's like 15, sometimes as much as 20, uh, you know, that they're down from before football that, season. I mean, so is this, they were doing Vinto, is this Vinto over the years just being super stubborn? And like he could have done this 20 years ago or 10 years ago when maybe the ratings were cutting in more. It could have been maybe the USA wanted it on Monday nights. Um, ah, too but it could be like just feeling it's an institution and people are so programmed. But as we've seen with SmackDown, anytime SmackDown has moved, uh, when they move from Thursdays to Tuesdays, their ratings went up on USA. Now, granted, they started going live every week, but still they went up. Um, and when they moved to Fox on Friday, new night, and they went way up. And obviously, part, a huge part of that is being on network, but still, it didn't hurt them uh, switching nights. So, Raw is a little different because it's been so long, but it could still happen. So, FX, I've always thought of that. I'm not being disrespectful. I just always thought of it as a scrubby network, like network, because they put SmackDown on there on off nights when something more important would be on Fox. So, therefore, yeah. it trains into thinking like it's a lesser than channel. So why would WWE ever put their Monday Night Raw program on that show? Well, that FX team. just started. Yeah, FX just started dabbling in uh, in sports. Like I think the XFL was on there. Um, so you know, Glenn, you probably know better than I do because I I know FX had a couple of hit shows. Like Nip Tuck was one uh, that was a pretty big hit. That was but that was before. Bottom. Yeah, but that was before Disney Bottom. I'm trying to think of what has been big since Disney Disney bought FX from Fox. What we do in the shadows. Oh, what we do in the shadows. Movies too. I thought like right back. Like I always see uh, yeah. Fast and Furious. Like right. the replays. Yeah, they Stones do a of anarchy. Movie, movie, but that was also be, that was before Disney. No, the new one, the Mayans spinoff. Oh, okay, gotcha. Wait, there's a wait. What? You didn't know about this? Like, no, I, didn't I have know about it either. There's another Sons of uh, Anarchy about a different. It's about uh, the Mayans. I remember them. Club. Yeah. It's a show about them. How old is that? Is that old now? By now? No, I mean I think it's just ending. It's been on for like five seasons. Uh, always, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, yeah, they've had a couple things. Snowfall. Yeah, good call, Mike. Okay. So, for what we do in the shadows and the old man. I've heard of I the tried, old man. I tr oh, Fargo. Fargo is their big hit. Okay. Um, I tried watching Snowfall. And as an adult, let me tell you, it had been a while since I had this experience. Sat down, like, oh, let's watch Snowfall. I'm sitting there with my mom, who was over. And it opens with a very graphic sex scene. I was just like, fuck. <laughs> I always like that. Yeah, I, that used to happen when we were kids. When you watched yes. it with your parents, you're just like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. Uh, so right. as an adult to have that happen was just... But then I remember being, uh, when my mom was saying with us, come down late at night. And she's watching TV in the living room and she's got on like Game of Thrones and stuff with like the most graphic sex scenes. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, I don't want her to know I'm here because it's going to make it uncomfortable for both of us. <laughs> I did like the Homer Simpson. Like I just turned around and walked right back upstairs. I'm like, <laughs> don't need to acknowledge this.
Yeah, I remember the first movie I saw with my parents that wasn't PG was European Vacation. And there was this part where the girl yes. flashes her tatas, and I, I remember mm-hmm. just it, it was like a, four seconds, but it was the most. It felt like twenty minutes just sitting there and just kind of like, are they looking at me? Like, are they seeing how I'm reacting? But, so uh, when I was that age, was I'd be scary. screaming woo, I would be screaming woohoo and going like crazy. Um, and then my mom would yell at my dad, how can you let him watch the show? <laughs> yeah, I remember oh, watching uh, Married with Children, Three's Company before that with my parents, and it was always, uh, it'd get I wore a married, married with Children shirt to school once, and I had sent home, I had, uh, couldn't wear it back to school again. That's how <laughs> serious they, they, people were against that show when it first came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was considered uh, really raunchy for that time. Yeah. Oh, Bundy's the best. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Day. Yeah, but that like there should be a sign for uh, like a guide for that. Like do you ever do that like when you look at um before you watch something with uh you know like I do have it with young younger relatives I'm sure Raj you have it with your daughters where it's like I find myself now looking at the parents guide on IMDb to make sure I'm not about to put on a movie that's going to just be a very uncomfortable experience for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, you know? I, I check those out all the time. Yeah. Another yeah. thing with Married with Children before we move back Please. to the topic, uh, they used to always have pro wrestling references on there. I just finished Billions and the fifth, I mean, they have pro wrestling references all on there over all it. the time, all over all, it. All over it. Especially and just ran, there'll be like an old politician who's making a Ken Patera full Nelson, you know, reference. They go out of their way to show the wrestling fandom on that show. You, you, you're absolutely yeah. right. They're using like, a, not, like, not even like The Rock or Hulk Hogan. They're using like obscure. Right. Provo Brazil. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Triple H was on. I just finished the, I just finished the series. Triple H was on one of the episodes and they had yeah. his entrance music in one scene. So, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty pretty cool dance orders on that show did you watch the the best macho man impression did you watch the whole last season the whole yeah i just finished it uh last night you're you're fully caught up yep such a great show right it is really good the 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 season where they had covid in the second half it got it kind of sucked because they're all kind of separate and they're doing stuff on their phones and right uh but after that yeah it's a great show i definitely highly recommend it especially if you like a show like succession i think you'll like billions Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Will Chisholm, $5, wants to know how likely is the WWE move to WB and how big of a role that Punk may play. I mean, if he ends up being the man that made this all possible. The catalyst. Yeah, that's uh, kind of crazy in the grand history of wrestling. And man, fuck oh, Jack nice. Perry. <laughs> so much, so much, so much of me wants to see it for these reasons. All right, the, the, you know. Can you oh, imagine, like, when they tell the tale a hundred years from now about the rise and fall of AEW and WWE becoming the like monopoly of professional wrestling, and be like, no, well, that, that Jack happen. Perry made a comment and set in motion a chain of events <laughs> that would ripple throughout the wrestling world's first century. Could be a t-shirt that would just say effing Jack Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation mark. But if, if Punk is the reason why this door is open and the deal does get signed, you talk about Ooh. a talent being worth their weight in gold, Ooh. you know? <laughs> like, jeez. Platinum. Platinum. <laughs> and again, I'll remind folks, 
Tony, you had this in your backyard. But oh my god, I'm scared for my life. <laughs> you exaggerator. No, you weren't. No, here, here, but here's here will be the opposite. This will be the the flip side is Tony Khan. Uh they end up getting kicked off uh WB. They don't get the rights renewed. He goes on a bender and he wakes up in the morning and goes, No, 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 they think about it. This is a real wake-up call. <laughs> behind the times bro um you and, know. And we're obviously kidding we you know yes, we all I, want aew to not only survive but thrive yes, and we need it to for all of us it, it it has to yeah it, it has to in order for the business to keep on the upswing that it's been on mm-hmm. yeah um it must and cm punk by the way like not only was he at deadline saturday he had such a good time at deadline. This is the other story that's been bubbling up with a lot of people confirming that like, yeah, this could happen. He was so impressed with NXT on deadline on Sunday. He went down to Florida for NXT yesterday or uh, Tuesday and hung out backstage with the talents. You see all these photos with him, like with Nikita Lyons and Cora Jade. Um, and he's apparently just been talking up HBK, letting uh, younger wrestlers pick his brain. And people are seriously saying that he's so inspired by this and enjoying this so much that it's not, you know, it's already being floated. Oh, yeah. It's not a realm of possibility that he could pull an HBK ultimately and go down and uh, help oh, run NXT. I could totally see that. He wants to help younger talent. There's no question. Yeah. You could, it, it, it oozes out of him. Yeah. You could always get that vibe from him. Yeah. yeah, I think. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think one of the things with NXT is you have so many young talents, but they're not stars yet. So they don't have that those egos and they're not immature. Whereas I think with AEW, you had a lot of younger guys who were kind of immature. You know, you I, I, I could see CM Punk thriving in the locker room where you have a bunch of guys like Randy Orton and, and Roman Reigns and, and guys like that who kind of keep the younger guys in check and they're not you know, uh, going off script and, and, you know, dropping yes. these, uh, references that are going to piss you off and kind of, yeah. WWE has a structure mm-hmm. to it. No matter what year we're in, it starts from the developmental and, and it works its way up to the main roster. It's a, it's an infrastructure. It's been there for decades, um, before there was even developmental. Um, and it's still there today. It still exists there today. And that's the difference versus, like you just said, Raj, um, others, whether they're immature or not, or they don't have that experience of being in a locker room with that type of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how to deal, more importantly, when somebody maybe does come in and maybe does have an ego, let's say Punk did come in, did have a massive ego, let's say at AEW, you still look past that and go, this is about business. I don't care. How do I work this guy so I can make a lot of money? Um, mm-hmm. that's how WWE talents are brought up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think, I don't know what the, the starting AEW wages, but with NXT, uh, people are still starting in the like 30 to $50,000 range and it can go up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it it tops out around with what a minimum main roster contract does it, with, with exceptions. Like Shinsuke was on a larger deal. Asuka was on a larger deal. Finn Balor at the end was on a larger deal. But I'm wondering, you know, AEW doesn't really have house shows. Um, if you're there, you're mm. you're on TV, you're dealing with the crew. NXT, even if you're Braun Breaker or Carmelo Hayes, they're still doing that Florida loop where they have to set up the ring in these vets halls. 
you know, I think it is a more humble, I think it's more similar probably to what you went through in OVW, Matt, which I think mentally probably keeps the talent in check more than AEW does with some of the younger talents that they're signing. That's not, I didn't think of it that way. That's not a bad point because you're right. I watched my first got to OVW. Cena was the captain of our ring crew before him. Brock Lesnar was the captain of that ring crew. Um, yeah, you're right. That's a good point. And we all had to listen to who the ring crew master was, drove the truck to these different venues all over Louisville, Kentucky when I was in OVW. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you're 100% right. Every person had to put in and help set that ring up. If you did not, you might as well quit because your life's going to be a living hell for the rest of your stay there. Yeah. It's kind of wild to think of Brock Lesnar and John Cena on the ring crew, you know? Right. Brock Lesnar was, I was, okay, I'll get to a quick story. I was only the third person in OVW history to be able to pick up two of the posts at the same time to bring it into the arena or bring it into the, what am I saying? The church and the, the VFW halls we were wrestling in. The posts that you see, the turnbuckles on and everything like that, Brock, had, Brock, and I want to say, not Batista either. Um, Maybe Mark Henry. There's only three of us that were able to do that, pick up both at the same time and bring them in. It usually takes two people to bring in one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Over. <laughs> <laughs> you, Mark Henry, and Brock, that's pretty uh, That's pretty good company. <laughs> I think there's something to be said for that. Because, I mean, look, we talk about shake everyone's hand, look them in the eye. But, you know, there's like the famous story for as much as a, a D-bag as he can be, David Lee mm-hmm. Roth, the night before the tour, would scrub the stage and like camp out, you know, on a sleeping bag on there because he wanted to get in touch with, wow. uh, you know, and humble himself uh, for the privilege that he had to do these tours and play wow. these venues. Um, I do think there's something to be said, not for the bad stories we hear, you know, about wrestlers yes. court or JBL yep. or hazing, not for that. Or the bullying. No, you're, yeah, you're not, not the bullying, yep. but there's something to be said for paying your dues um, in an organized fashion. And don't get me wrong, I'm not putting down or taking away driving for, you know, 20 bucks gas money and a hot dog to wrestle an indie show. That's important also. But right. you're, you are your own business and your own vessel when you're doing that. There's something right. to be said for having to function as a team and be and part yeah. of an organization that's much larger and greater than yourselves and recognize your role in that. I think that's really beneficial um, for it wrestling is- talent. You're you're spot on with that. It's a great example. One quick thing. When AW first started, the reason why it was so attractive to me and, and many others was because you had a group, a clique that came together and it was a get that it felt to me like them against the world. Let's all support them. That's what every fan did. That's why they sold out the first all in and things like that. But they're all out, whatever the hell it was called then. And um we followed them along their journey. Bucks, Kenny. Uh, Cody, uh, Hangman kind of a little bit on the outside of that, but still within it, right? Um, and from there, it grew. And when Jericho came in, he got along with everybody. And things were still moving forward, right? There's still good mm-hmm. chemistry in that locker room. So when they started to bring in an abundance of WWE guys, when that happens, mm-hmm. you have that many talents back there, it causes just automatically, it will cause unless you have an undertaker like a locker room leader or you have Roman Reigns or now Seth Rollins or other locker room leaders that say, hey, we all change in the same locker room. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you'll have sporadically guys in different locker rooms all throughout that arena, and that's where the split starts. That's where the division starts. And it's not even meant to be done on purpose. It just happens because you have an influx of newer talents that that come from the so-called big leagues 
versus what AEW is considered at the time. And so there's going to be an absolute natural reaction if you're an AEW quote unquote original. Like if you're a Jack Perry cut promo, it's like it's like nonstop. I've been here since day one. Da, da, da. No disrespect. You couldn't go nowhere else. So like that's being like the world's tallest short person. Again, my favorite saying. So so but when they say it with such bass in their voice and such conviction, you can say they have a ton of pride in that. So when somebody outside, yeah. especially WWE, comes in there, I can see why. Do you know what I mean? They might not get along right away. Like, who the hell does this guy think he is? So it has to take a special person like a Daniel Bryan to be able to Bryan Danielson build to come in here. And, and Claudio Castagnoli, I'll bet you, is well-liked as well. Um, that could come in there because they're business. And they also came from the Indies before they got to WWE and became super successful. And they didn't forget where they came from. So they could do that and come in and slide in and get along with everybody. But it's not always going to be that way. And when it's not that way, you still have to do business. So hopefully they learned a lesson out of this with Punk, that if you guys do get, I'm not saying it's going to be Goldberg, but who knows? It could be another bigger former WWE talent that becomes a huge star one day, and it's 10 years from now, and hopefully AEW is still doing their thing. And they get that big star signed, and they, they, the dude's a dick or a prick. You've got to learn to still do business with that person. Mm-hmm. You have to. It's weird that Big Show, you know, for all him being around stuff and telling Vince McMahon that Matt Morgan's unsafe. Uh, it's weird that Big Show is <laughs> not trying to politic into being the the veteran who's been there, seen it all in the WWE locker room and can try and bring some order to these kids. I'm surprised. I don't know. Is he at every show? Is he at all the tapings? or is he just? Yeah, but he was there early on. He was there a lot. I don't know how much he's there anymore. But even Mark Henry, it's, it's just weird that we have some of these guys and they're just they're at, they're at these shows, though. Yeah, they just show up, hang out and catering, get a check and go fit. home. Yeah. Punk said, I'm not just trying to, you know, yeah. bleep, bleep ride punk for the rest of the show. But, I, but remember what he did say in, in that uh, press scrum was what, you know, hangman Adam Page said about getting advice from veterans. So if you're a veteran, like Billy Gunn's even said that in interviews. So if like you're somebody that's Billy Gunn is a Hall of Famer, Mark yeah. Henry, Hall of Famer, Big Show will be a Hall of Famer. Um, then if they're not willing to listen to you. What are you supposed to do? Because yeah. that's an unheard of. That's just an unwritten rule. Yeah. If a veteran's sitting there helping you, you have to at least, even if you don't think they're right on something, just out of respect, implement what they asked you to do in that match just by giving you an idea. They pull you aside and say, hey, kid, why don't you try this? And whether you agree with it or not, yeah, it's up to you whether you want to use it or not, but just out of sheer respect, tell them why you know, you're not comfortable with it. Or, hey, you know what? Screw it. I might not be comfortable with it. I'm going to give it a try because you're super successful. You've paved the way for someone like me to be here today. I'm going to – sure, no problem. Thanks for taking the time to yeah. even care enough but watching my crappy match to pull me aside and try to help me. They don't and do that they, there, supposedly. They don't do that, and Punk called them out for that. Yeah, another thing relating to Punk and Perry, and, and I want to make it clear, too, that I don't justify Punk attacking Perry. That he shouldn't no. have done that, but Perry was the catalyst. I mean, that's how it started. Uh, if you're going to shoot on a veteran – and, and you saw this with Edge, of all guys, Edge, just like two weeks in with Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks huh. had a promo where he like dissed him, and Edge just, you know, you could tell he was pissed. And Rick, Jericho Rick got Starks him on Wednesday back. night last night. Jericho got yeah. him um, last night as well. Right. But if you're going to rip on a veteran, you got to, you know, you know, get them approved first. You know, talk to the veteran about it ahead of time. And again, what you were saying, Matt, respect. Show some respect. If you're going to be calling them out, making fun of their appearance, let them know ahead of time. Make sure it's okay first. Yeah. Yeah. Two seconds to do. It doesn't take any bit of the hurt out of it. 
Um, yeah. um, well, you, you, your dig, it doesn't. By the way, to this day, do you say, is your first inclination to say Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson? And with Edge, is it Edge or Adam Copeland? Edge, Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan. Same. Yeah, it's not. I after all these years, it's it still Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I keep <laughs> screwing it up. That's how you know. It's easier to follow than some of the other switches, though. But uh, let me, Matt, to your point, though, about the Bucks and Hangman and Cody when these guys started, here's the difference. Like, I didn't. As sure as I'm sure, you know, uh, most people would be shocked to hear this looking at me. I wasn't really one for much organized sports as a teenager and a young man. I uh, played soccer as a child. I was on the wrestling team for one season, and that was about it. Uh, I hung out a lot in the punk scene, the the you know theater scene, uh, all of these things. And you know, when I look at independent wrestlers, it's very similar to that. You're doing the gigs, like I said, for gas money and a hot dog. You're busting ass. You're your own business, much like a punk band touring, sleeping on floors, and selling T-shirts. Now, you might think, oh, that's the communal spirit. No. The music scene and the theater scene is some of the most ego-driven shit I've ever seen where there's insecurity because somebody got this and you didn't and you think you're working hard so you deserve it, but somebody else got an opportunity. Whereas, meanwhile, organized sports really, again, teaches you teamwork, camaraderie, and I think that's where NXT has the edge. And it's actually, Matt, it's fixing... It's fixing some of the problems that you experienced because WWE would bring in people who were indie wrestlers and be like, why do we have all these egos backstage and Undertaker has to keep these kids in line? Uh, you know, why, why are we dealing with the pro wrestling version of Bebe's kids backstage at SmackDown in the early 2000s? Um, like, I think NXT is fixing that and AEW needs to figure out something. Mm-hmm. So it's not just everyone that's used to being in business for themselves now trying to exist coexist under this umbrella and they're all clamoring for tk's affection a lot you just said you know and uh, i agree with a lot of it um just real quick on the team sport front though no player teammates definitely get jealous of one yeah, each other's contract there's bullshit, right? but, but when you're out there yes yes ultimately the the day, one whatever the hell the saying is what's three months this, saying? uh one for all and all for one there you go that saying when everybody has to do two days in the swampy morning weather. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're Deion like, Sanders and, and you no showed all your spring because you signed a baseball contract to get out of it. Yeah. Um, the best. The best. So I, I did want to ask you guys your predictions on, on what happened. Why don't we get okay. to the super chats first yeah, and, and then, and then we'll, we'll get to the question. What do we got? Right? Pop them in whenever they pop in. Don't all right. In. So um, let's see. Bigfoot sneakerhead with the dollar ninety nine snooper super super chat super chat. If WWE goes to Netflix, how would that work? Yeah, how? Well, Netflix doesn't right now have. They've done live specials now. I think who was it? I think it was um, uh, Dave Chappelle. I think they did a live special. Mm-hmm. They, they did one live special. Oh, so far. was it? Live? They, they, it it was live, and then you could watch it later. I, I can't remember who. I thought it was Dave Chappelle, but um, so they have. They have the capability. They haven't showed much interest because they are so profitable and sports are so expensive that they haven't shown much interest. And I don't see them doing it just for WWE unless they have other sports in the pipeline. So, I mean, you could always do it where they tape it and then put it on Netflix. But I don't know. I haven't heard of Netflix as a suitor for WWE this time around. Um, They might have had just talks just to you know get to know each other and things like that but i, I just don't see that happening good question uh, though bfs yeah 
Uh, good friend Stephen Marchiulli with the 499 super chat. Could you imagine if Perry, if Jack Perry tried that stuff with Brock Lesnar? <laughs> oh my God! Remember the other week I was showing my Brock impression at Denny's when he again just slams his fist on the desk. I mean on the table. All the silverware like bounced like a foot in the air. That would be Jack Perry. That's the size of Jack Perry compared to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! God, that would be hilarious. I, do you think Perry would try it? Would he have said that line if it was Brock Lesnar? I don't know because, to be fair, I don't know this kid from a hole in the wall. I hate to judge him, but at the same token, you just you do. We get what we see and we talk about. It. That's what we're supposed to do um, yeah. on the show. But it, I would like to think not. I would like to think he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. It's a self-suicide mission. Uh, good friend Peter Bahi, two dollars super Ooh. chat. Matt, what's the chance you will run for governor of Florida? Brother, you spent two bucks on that? You could have just asked me that on Twitter, brother. You could have donated um, it to his campaign. Right. Uh, this much. <laughs> For our listeners, that's a big zero. That's a big fat zero if you can't see my fat face. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Will Chisholm with $5 Super Chat. Thank you, Will. Uh, Punk wanted to help the young talent in AEW. With NXT, they grew yep. up loving him. Uh, and will they listen? Do they? So, will, will they listen? He's saying they will they will listen. So let me just point okay. something out. The punk, the Bucks grew up on CM Punk, big mm -hmm. time, big time. Uh, so did Kenny Omega. So they're all of those guys in AEW. Mm -hmm. That's why I never understood the like any of this. Like, can't we work through this somehow? Like, I kind of grew up work. Like, if Hulk Hogan to turn heel on me, right? Or <laughs> seen oh, not seen. Seen as my age, but uh, somebody who was Andre the Giant. I don't know. Somebody I grew up watching. Okay, Undertaker. Let's say it was Undertaker, my favorite guy. Wrestler. And let's say he did something really crappy to me or whatever, and we got into a fight backstage, whatever have you. Do you really think that I'd be like, no, it's him or me, or I'm leaving? Or no, I would figure out how the hell can we make work out of this? I guarantee you, so yeah. would he. Most importantly, the 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 mom or dad of the situation is supposed to be the promoter, the owner is supposed to buckle that down and fix it and figure out how do we do this. And I've had people go, Well, man, how do you know Tony didn't sit them down? We already know it was never done. It was never done. One side wouldn't would not agree to do it, then the other side wouldn't agree to do it either. Yeah, you yeah, make it, them it, do it. You're paying them. You make them do that, Tony. It's your company. It's it's. I, I don't know. Did you ever see that footage of the Young Bucks doing that CM Punk victory lap after the night he was fired oh, when God. Tony Khan announced it? Yes. And Again, Tony, did you pull him aside? Did you say, "Hey, that's not a good look"? Or any of that, the stuff with, with Adam Page when he cut that promo. Did you not cuss him out when he got in the back? Because I know I would have been cussed out if I did that in the ring with an Undertaker or a guy that's way more over than me that we just brought in spending a lot of money on and our network really likes. Mm -hmm. I would be cussed at for that. Yeah. I mean, the Bucks doing that victory lap. And if it, if it does end up Punk being the catalyst for WWE going to WBD, that would just be quite the image, uh, you know, uh, going for, I don't know. It, it's, it's just kind of surreal when you think about it. And then finally said Suka with the 499 super chat, uh, Tony Khan's in serious danger. If raw goes to WBD, cause it's not the issue of finding another network. It's finding one who will pay top dollar for it. And that, for you know, chaos. for it's top dollar for it's chaos. And he's right for, about that. Chaos yeah. is correct. It would be chaos. And it, you saw the deal that NXT just got. And uh, Dynamite's ratings are a lot closer to NXT than they are Raw. 
NXT got 36 million. That's less than Dynamite's making now. So when people keep talking about comparing Dynamite's uh, money deal to to Raw, look at where NXT, you know, what they got. So, um, so NXT, time out. NXT, can I ask you a quick question before we move on? Is that mm-hmm. because WWE made them do it? Like say, hey, part of this deal is you got to show uh, NXT on, you know, on, on USA or whatever network they're on. No, this is on CW. This is on CW. Yeah, it's going to be on CW. That's impressive as hell. Wow. But that really is impressive. 36 million they're getting. But if compared to what Raw is getting, you know, Raw is getting 10 times that with with not even double the ratings, but it's 10 times as much. It actually is almost double the ratings. I'm comparing the NXT number millions versus AEW's. Right. So NXT is geting more. No, 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 not right now. Yeah. Um, but NXT used to lose money substantially and was never meant to even turn a profit. Right. You know, so it's actually it's a it's a found money. Yeah, it's amazing that they can take something that's developmental and turn it into again what I would argue is the best wrestling show each week, just in terms of pure entertainment value. That's the only person. Lots of people think that. Dude, it's it's so good. They've got a new character, Matt, that's a lawyer. That's his gimmick. He's an attorney. I saw it, actually. I did see it. <laughs> I swear to I did. <laughs> like, and I'm, I'm like, this is going to be good. He's going to get Tony D'Angelo out of jail next time. It's going to be amazing. Um, Tuesday was good, man. That uh, What they're doing with Tatum Paxley stalking Lyra Valkyria. That was interesting. The match mm-hmm. with uh, Lyra and Nikita Lyons versus Blair Davenport. Uh, and uh, what's her face was good. Um, yeah, and the stuff with Carmelo and Trick Williams is still hot. It's 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 a fun show, man. It's really good. It is. I just don't know how that attorney is going to be able to transition that into wrestling, but keep keep going on. So the super <laughs> yeah. uh, And then the, the the last one that I'm seeing, if it, I don't think I'm missing one. Yep, uh, T Smitty three thousand with a five dollars. AEW on Tubi or Jukebox? I haven't even heard of Jukebox. Uh, WWE reminds me of my time in the Air Force. We paid our dues, mentored our young troops, and respected more experienced troops. Thank you for your service, first and foremost. Holy crud. Thank you very much. Thank you for sharing that. That is a real great perspective you just shared with everybody. Thank you, brother. Absolutely. And obviously, two being a jukebox would not be ideal. But the the second part, I think 100%. I think Pluto could make a serious play (laughs) for Pluto. Yeah. So, uh, what the so like, Tubi, by the way, never heard of Tubi, by the Tubi, way. It's, uh, it's owned by it's like Fox short movies, right? No, short no, films. it's just another free, it's a free streaming service. Uh, oh, you don't right, right, pay right. for it, but they like have commercials like crazy, but you uh, can watch, um, they'll have a whole channel. That's all family ties, a channel that's all like Dr. Phil. They just buy cheap with this streaming show. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they, and here's the problem. It's that not even, com- ca- I'm sorry. 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 Go ahead. It's not even commercials, Matt, like you see on regular TV. It's like the same commercial every break. Yeah, that's what's so annoying about it. Yeah, that's why I yeah. can't do it. No way. It's like a cost per click, and and Tubi that was the uh, that was the catalyst for the MLW lawsuit against WWE. Yeah. Um. So but yeah, you know, I guess oh, I was just gonna say, but you know what's funny, guys? Tubi and Pluto and these free networks have been a huge success. Because there turns out there's a lot of people out there that either can't afford or don't want to pay money for streaming services. Yeah. So there you are. Yeah, it could it could actually be yeah, like with this way. If WWE 
had a channel on Tubi that just showed old stuff, that would probably oh, yeah. be a really smart way for them to make money. Yeah. Hmm. So I guess uh, with our discussion today, yeah. and thank you guys, everyone, so much. This is uh, one of our best live numbers that we've done. We really appreciate yeah. it. Uh, please, oh. you know, we're still a young channel, only been around for a few months, so we definitely appreciate it. If you give us, hit that like button, uh, hit subscribe. It really helps us out with the YouTube algorithm. And leave us a comment if you watched the last few episodes or looked at the YouTube page of our last several episodes. We try to reply to every comment that's out there. So please definitely leave us a comment and, and we'll we'll definitely try to reply uh, as quickly as we can. Um, oh, sorry, go ahead, Matt. Can I just, just say one thing, somebody on there, uh, Lance Davis Jr., I gotta say it. AW could always go to the Weather Channel. That's <laughs> tremendous, that's tremendous, Lance Davis. Oh no, oh no. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, so uh, kind of on that note, what is your prediction well, of where a yeah. WWE and AEW ends up starting in uh, at the end of 2024 or early 2025 for AEW? Here's my problem. Matt. I don't, I don't want them going to WWE, just uh, I want them going to there at all. I don't want them going to Warner because I want AEW to continue to exist. So with that wish, and I want to put it into the universe, right? Um, WWE's got to find something else. So I'm going to say FX. Yeah, I think FX. No, I think FX is the one that makes sense. And this will probably end up being, you know, part of the negotiation. I think... Um, they didn't because of their pre-existing relationship with universal and because of the way the bids went, I think SmackDown I think they learned from whatever shortcomings they have with the SmackDown fee that they got. And they're trying to be a little more, uh, scheming to run up a number here. Yeah. Uh, I I've said it before. I I'm, I'm still sticking with my prediction too. I I'm with you guys. I think it's going to be FX. Yeah. And I think it's a big bonus for everyone at WWE. Tony Khan is, you know, maybe stressing out a little bit over this. I'm sure they don't mind <laughs> in <laughs> WWE. How do you how do you tell? Is it is it is it <laughs> <laughs> I hope he goes on Twitter and just <laughs> 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 if you guys are listening to the audio, you guys got to tune in, tune into the video just to see that. <laughs> uh, before we wrap, did you guys watch the trailer for Beverly Hills Cop Four today? No, I did. Yeah, coming Thank to Netflix. Justin Lopez. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's so, Netflix. Yeah, Can and they're calling it Beverly Hills Cop Axel F is the official title. Judge Reinhold is back. John Ashton is back as Taggart. Bronson Pinchot is back as Serge. Um, uh, and, Paul uh, Reiser Paul is Re back. Paul Reiser, yeah. yeah, but the oh, coolest thing. Pull this off. I, Netflix, you know, spent some money. The movie looks okay. I'm when you watch the trailer and you see the Kevin Bacon's in it and the way he's talking. I'm like, Kevin Bacon's going to turn out to be the bad guy at the end of this. Pretty I sure. <laughs> um, I, I, but, thank God because three was so god awful. Was so that bad. was the worst. That and Karate Kid Part Three were the worst. Karate Kid Part Three uh, is great. Part threes to a great Part One. <laughs> Um, but okay, so the reason to watch the trailer though, aside from the nostalgia, they do uh transition in a mix of going from the Axel F theme into yep. Notorious B.I.G.'s going back to Cali. Yeah. That is 
awesome. That That's the best awesome. part of the trailer. That's the best part of the trailer. Yeah, the trailer. The trailer's good. I'm excited yeah. for it. And I like Coming to America too. That they just wait, did, wait, wait, uh, wait. A couple really? of years ago. Yeah, I didn't. Was, I didn't love it. I didn't think yeah. it was anywhere near the first, but I thought it was uh, entertaining. Like here's like the thing about Coming things. to America too. Did you yeah, watch Coming to America too? <laughs> this is all great. This is all yeah, great. Yeah, Matt's got to go. Somebody's got to use the bathroom. I got to pee my brains out. Okay, <laughs> right. Matt, do that. We're going to talk about Coming to America too for a minute. I'm going right. to spoilers for coming and, and to real, America. Real quick, I, yeah. I got, do got to mention because we did this episode tonight, we will not have an episode this yeah. Monday. Unless something major happens in the world of professional wrestling. Right. In which case, we're just, you know, a group chat away from hopping <laughs> on. So here's the thing about coming to America too, and this is spoilers for uh, everyone that hasn't seen it yet. It was a really rough start, but the second half had a lot of fan service. And when they did that end number and Peaches and the other girl rapper showed up, I was just like, okay, this is, I'm, I'm, my heart is warmed by this. When they, the callback to that from the original coming to America, yeah, that made it almost all worthwhile. Yeah, and seeing Arsenio again, it's good seeing him again. Yeah. Louis Anderson in his last uh, on-screen role. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was good stuff. Okay, Matt's using the bathroom and doesn't know how to turn off his camera, which is <laughs> funny for so many reasons. Yeah. Um. Okay. So wrestling world, nothing major can happen this weekend. Yeah, it's the holiday season. We got shit to do. So and let, let's talk about right after we get off real quick uh, on when. We yeah, we got to figure out our holiday next schedule. week. The week after will be Christmas Eve. Obviously, yeah. we're not going to do an episode that night. And then week after is New Year's Eve. So we will have an update on the the schedule for the the, the rest of the year. Uh, yeah. Online, you know, probably tonight. So uh, look for that. And, and thank you guys, as always. Thanks, Thank everyone. You guys. Thank you, guys. You guys. We appreciate you. Please Thank subscribe. you for tuning in. Nope, I'm going to keep doing I'm going to cut you off. Thank you, folks, for tuning in to Gigantic Pop. For Glenn Rubenstein and Raj Gary, I am the Blueprint Matt Morgan, signing off and saying, hello. <laughs> How about that? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.